What is going on, everybody? This is Candler English here with Training Ground Garage Talks. This is a space where we have open discussions about what it means to be a Christ-centered man in today's world. And we're so pumped to have you here with us. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Candler English, and I am here today with Lee Hollis. Hello. And Corey Smith. Hi. Um, and we are talking about relationships today, um, kind of maybe a little follow-up um, on what we had for the last two weeks with Christine Smith coming in, but we also wanted to kind of, um, I don't know, dig a little deeper into um, characteristics of healthy relationships um, romantically, but also platonically. And um, so, yeah, we're going to just dive into that. I am platonically... Platonic Lee. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Starting out strong, these guys. Uh, so Lee, the um, I know you had a conversation earlier this week um, yeah. with someone, and we're kind of like having those ideas. Like someone asked you what were what was the number one uh, characteristic um, for healthy relationships are important characteristics. Yeah, there's uh, one of the alumni was at my house, and it was just kind of one of those meandering conversations, and he was like, so, what would you say is the most important thing? <laughs> mm. And literally, I thought about it for a few seconds, and of all the words that came out of my mouth, the one word that came out of my mouth was courage. Mm. And, I, and I thought about it, and he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, I just think courage is one of the most important characteristics that you can have in a relationship. Um, what, what does that, how does that initially hit you when, when I say that? Yeah, I think that, um, that I think for me in my mind, I also heard like the importance of trust. Mm-hmm. Someone was saying, or maybe it was just like an Instagram post or something, but, but I think the two go hand in hand. If, you're courageous enough to know um, that however this person responds, I'm still going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And this relationship hopefully will still be okay. I think that um, that courage is immense because the second you start filtering yourself, your honest, true self with someone, whether that's, you know, like in whatever scenario, it doesn't have to be romantic, but like that, um, I think that's when you start compromising on who you are, and then it's like a house of cards. Like you remove this one little foundational piece, and it can easily collapse. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I uh, Corey and I have obviously worked together for ten years or more right now, and um, there have been times that I've had to be courageous mm-hmm. and be like, "This is what I'm feeling." Yeah. And there's been times that Corey has had to be courageous and say, "Hey, Lee, what's going on?" Yeah, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> sensing. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, yeah. So like the courage for me to bring who I am, where I am, what I feel, what I think. I mean, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> it's scary to say this is what I'm feeling, mm. and because then the other person can say, "Well, you're being a you know a wuss," or you're. Yeah, suck know, it up or yeah. whatever, and you can get that thrown back in your face. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, toughen up. I don't mm-hmm. care. You know, uh, the courage to say what you like, mm-hmm. you know, or don't like. Yeah. You know, the, the just the courage to be where you're at 
and who you are and also the responsibility that that, that takes. You know, to, you know, like if someone, if someone knows something is wrong, to be able to say, this is what I'm feeling and uh, I need some time to process that or I need some time to work through that. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. How's that hitting you? Um, yeah, I think we're probably all going to say kind of the same thing, but just different words. Meaning, like for me, my my quick one was communication. Um, and that's kind of what you're saying as yeah. well, is kind of how you communicate. Um, and I would probably, yeah, it, we're all, it's kind of, it's funny, it'll be interesting how this conversation goes. Because I would say, you know, self, knowing yourself, knowing how you're feeling, and then being able to communicate that to another person but that requires courage, right? Which builds trust, right? So we're, we're we're all in kind of the same linear thought. Yeah, we're just, just different at, points. Ju- yeah, different parts of the process. So I mean, for me, for sure, I have learned courage because I've learned, you know, I, I've been self-reflective and said, "Oh, that made me feel this way." So I found the words, you know, because I didn't I didn't necessarily grow up learning how to communicate really well. So that's really where I'm always challenged in relationship is going, oh, wait a minute, this is how I feel. But then I can find the words to describe how I feel, but then I have to find the courage to say that to the person that I'm in relationship with. So I would say, you know, we're kind of all in the same plane there, but for sure, like, um, yeah, I I think more than ever, you know, how many, you know, probably five years ago, the word ghost in terms of ghosting someone didn't you know, even exists, but now it's commonplace where people don't communicate. They don't have the courage, right. To mm-hmm. step into a relationship. And, and not, even in some places, like I think even now, and as a contemporary, like there's, you, everyone has permission to be offended. So it's not even a conversation to have communication. Mm-hmm. It's just gone. People are just gone. They're, they're, they don't communicate. Um, and that's okay. Like that's, that has become normalized in the sense that it says, uh, I can be offended by what you say or what you think or how I make you feel. And then I can just, you know, scrap the relationship and move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. But there still doesn't, I mean, the courage comes when you can sit down with a person, regardless of whether you continue the relationship or not, and still be able to communicate how you feel. And then also listen to the, how the other person feels. Um, yeah. I mean, some of this is just relationship one-on-one, but I would say, you know, where we are now in, in 2022 is like, this is not, this is not a normal practice for most people. So what would you have said? You would have said trust? Would trust. that Would that have been your answer or was that just because of the meme? No, I think that, <laughs> well, no, I would probably say just in terms of like what's been going on in my life, I think that courage piece is huge. Um, I, in, in terms of like, I, I had never learned that kind of like much like you're like upbringing Corey, like no one just, no one talked about stuff. So there was no, to me to say something was a fruitless, um, risk because I had never done that well. And that was something that I know I've said like a billion times, but like TG helped me do is be able to say, okay, this is a risk worth taking. Mm-hmm. In that I can actually have secure and real um, and authentic connection with someone after the courage piece. Um, but I think it's so easy, like in our culture, it's like you don't 
no one sees like the reward of it or it's at least mm-hmm. not talked about or like known. Um, so everyone's like, well, why would I risk that when this thing could blow up? And if it does go well, like it's almost like they don't see the other side of the mountain or the other side sure. of the hill. Um, so yeah, I mean, I say trust, but I, th- I think that's more in a like internal trust of, um, you know, like even talking about attachment type, it's like knowing that everything is going to be okay, regardless of the outcome. Um, and you know, like ultimately I think that's the, at least that's the way I want to operate where I can say like, okay, my, you know, my feelings and my emotions in this moment, like deserve to be heard. And I have enough value there to where I can sure open up the conversation. I'm not going to hit someone over the head, but, um, the the and and if you look at it that way, I think the reward um, is so much more worth the risk. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, do you want to go through the little sting of possible rejection, or do you want to have sure. like a whole healthy life in relationship? Like, mm-hmm. well, of course, you know. Well, it is interesting talking to like Christine um, had done some research on homeschool, and she does a bunch of homeschool stuff, and mm. they were talking about how like subject matter is actually like transferred and how it actually sticks, mm-hmm. and that actually like it's not just kind of information that's kind of given, but if it's given with the foundation of a relationship, mm. that it has a better chance of you know sticking long term, um, and it's just a crazy idea of thinking. I mean. I don't know about you know, your guys in school. I mean, I learned a lot about numbers and reading and writing, but I never really learned anything about relationship. You know, I never mm. really learned about communication. I know, no, I don't you know, I, I know there are like, <laughs> you know, there are college majors that are about, about, about communication, but still interpersonal relationship, I just feel like gets kind of pushed to the side. So you would, I mean, what I hear you saying, and, and I'm thinking about even now is that, like what's most important in relationship is really going to come out of your own story. Mm. It can, yeah, it can. Because like, like out of my story, like I didn't feel like I had the right to inhabit the space that I did. Sure. Like my needs, my wants, those things were not important. They were all subject to my family and sure. particularly my mother right. who wasn't healthy. Mm-hmm. And so like for me to say what I want takes a lot of courage. Right. Because the consequence. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was definitely consequences and it didn't matter. And, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and so it takes a lot of courage for me to do that. Like if communication was something that you weren't exampled, but courage was. Okay. Like communication is going to be more important than you because you come into a relationship with courage. Sure. Mm. So how did, what would you think the process for you, Lee, was in your own story of how did you, how did you start to identify needs? As as far as being able to vocalize them? Yep. Or even just, in, yeah, to get them to the point that they could come out of your mouth. I, I worked one job where um, uh, the boss that I had, you know, was very much like my mother, you know, like very narcissistic and very self-focused. And so without realizing it, I adopted the same position in that organization. Mm. And it drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. And when I started to vocalize it, then things started, there were problems. Just fall apart, yeah. Mm. The next job I took, from day one, I'm like, I am going to say what I think, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and so I went out. into that job interview, and at one point, I remember the guy kind of leaned back, and his eyes got really big. But then um, 
I think he respected that. Sure. But then in the end of that job, okay, <laughs> came back. The, the, the first the first time I ever got fired was it was because I was identifying things that were wrong and toxic in the organization. Sure. And nobody wanted to hear it. Sure. You know, and so I would say. Corey, our relationship has taught me a lot mm-hmm. about communication, and it's we've had to work on that for, have, for ten yes. years. But I, I feel really good about that, and I, and I have learned a lot about communication from you, mm-hmm. and you encouraged me to have the courage to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's probably too even the courage though. Even as you say that, I think not to interrupt I'd interrupt you sorry my my kids do that all the time and I hate that Um, so I apologize too much coffee Uh, but there is a place that because of and then we're going to pull this out this term again but because of a secure attachment you have you have the courage Mm -hmm. right so it kind of goes back to that like can me courage is a spectrum it's kind of like if you don't have a lot of confidence in the relationship it's going to take more courage to speak up Mm -hmm. but over time you build that confidence in that secure attachment that allows you to be more courageous. Yeah. So, sorry. I didn't know. I, no, I, I think that's the model we show in training ground in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like a man says what he said, you know, like you say what you mean, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully you do it in a kind way in a humble way. You know, uh, humility is huge for me. Like if someone comes to me arrogantly in my face and I'll be, it's a totally different thing. Like then like, Hey, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm thinking, how does that hit you, or what are you feeling, or I'm sensing this, is there anything true about that? I mean, there's that's a different position to come to. Uh, but, you know, we teach the guys, and I think we model it well, uh, which is part of the reason I've enjoyed working with Training Ground, is that we're not just talking about doing it, we're actually doing mm-hmm. it, and we're trying to model it in, in our relationships mm-hmm. as well. Having the hard conversations because we care about people, mm-hmm. And uh, because we want their life to be better, you know, and we we want them to suffer less. <laughs> yeah, long term, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, like, for me, courage is the admittant price. It's a price that I pay for healthy relationships. Mm. Sure. Wow. I, I have to bring courage and spend courage if I want that relationship to be good and healthy. But I, I think, too, you know, just an observation of you, Lee, is that your courage, regardless of the relationship, has grown. Um, I think it's kind of like one of those things where you start to kind of like learn how to ride a bike. You know, the first time riding a bike is pretty, you know, scary. But the first time, you know, being courageous in a relationship is, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, but over time, you start to realize and maybe you start to feel the fruit of that courage. And it makes you want to press in more. It makes you want to be more courageous, mm-hmm. not just in all of your relationships. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because it, I think it actually gets us to a point, um, cause I, I think most people are not willing to do, to take those courageous steps. It does place us outside of certain relationships, meaning there's an expectation of courage only because we've done our own relational work. Um, and that's not a prideful thing. It's just a reality mm-hmm. that there are sometimes that, you know, people will feel pretty intimidated by the fact they're like, whoa, yeah, that. I mean, that's, that, you're sharing a lot more <laughs> than I'm comfortable yeah, yeah, my uh, my bowl can't hold all the chair. <laughs> I actually broke up with a girl one time because she, she laughed at me. Like this was, I thought this was going to be the girl, and I had expressed something about race relationships, and because I had grown up in the housing projects and was mm-hmm. the minority and with all different ethnics, and I had made a comment in defense of 
correct racial relationships, and she laughed at me. Wow. And I was like, why are you laughing? Yeah. And she goes, she goes, you're just so passionate about it. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm passionate about it. Yeah. And she just kept laughing. And in my head, I was like, done. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. We're out. It's not a red flag. Yeah. It's on fire. <laughs> but you but you brought up something, Corey, when you were talking about it. Because I think some of my gifting is to speak the truth as sure. it's revealed to me. And humbly to offer that to people. And to say that I think there's something, and this is a different subject, but there's something set against us walking in our giftedness. Mm. Mm-hmm. And like, as I throw that out, I know that we're, we've got about five minutes left. Like, how do you think your giftedness was attacked? Oh, gosh. Um, in yeah, order for right. you, This it, is like a whole other yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Then we can table that one, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but just to recognize that the thing that we're supposed to bring to the table, bring to a relationship, is often the thing that's attacked uh-huh. and squelched. Completely. You know, so that we don't bring it, so that we don't have the impact, so that sure. we don't make the lives of other people better or our own life. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's funny how, like, you know, even circumstantially, like, Lee, like, I was thinking about your example growing up, because I kind of grew up in a similar, at least, not a lot of communication, or at least there would be a lot of backlash to that. And it's like, yeah, jumping on that bike is a lot more scary when for, you know, 18 years, every time you get on the bike, you're pushed off or right. whatever, right? Like, yeah. and so I think there's... I always said, like, you know, if, you run t- if you're jogging and you run into a brick wall 99 times... Mm-hmm. You're not going to sure, jog anymore. For yeah. heck sure, you go by that wall the hundredth time, you're like, no way, baby. I yeah. ain't getting there there. So. Yeah, I'm not hitting that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, this is um, this has been great just kind of diving in. And I think we're um, it opened up a lot of uh, really awesome stuff. So, um, any, yeah. Any Thanks final so much, words, yeah. Corey? You got, yeah, like, do you have any, anything brewing? Oh, I don't know. I'm stuck back on Lee talking about what is what has thwarted our calling. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, <laughs> thanks, Lee. Uh, no, but I mean, again, thinking about those things, you know, courage, communication, trust, you know, yeah. all feel so crucial. Um, you know, and I think they're great follow-ups with what Christine shared in the past two weeks. And mm. um, and again, I mean, it's you know, a cha- you know, challenging everyone that's listening. You know, is challenging even ourselves um, in our in, in how we relate and. Um, you know, and, and try to find secure attachment and yeah, and well, and, things like that. Yeah, and like I would say that if you're in in a relationship and those things aren't par- apparent or a part of it, yeah, you've got yeah. to make movements towards that. Otherwise, you need to get out. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know if I don't even know if it. I mean, I'm going to say this, and then it's going to be crickets. But I don't know if it can qualify as a relationship mm. because you're not relating. Uh, yeah, well, you're <laughs> right? not connecting. Like, truly, like, yeah. how do you? You aren't you aren't bringing you right. Yeah, how, how is that person bring or how is that person bringing them to themselves to you, and how are you bringing that you you to that person? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that's a that's a big chop, but if to, <laughs> yeah, if you have to change who you are to be acceptable and to yeah. be loved, right? Yeah, run away. Yeah, completely. That's, and I, that's and, prostitution. And two, I think the more that you can, even from a romantic standpoint, the more you can get yourself okay, around platonic sure. relationships where you can do that well without the threat of oh, I'm going to be alone romantically or whatever. <laughs> you know, there isn't necessarily so much as as much pressure. Um, then you're able to enter. You're like almost keyed into that already. It's mm-hmm. it's a part of who you are. That when you do enter into a romantic relationship, there's 
it's still not as it's not as fragile as it could mm-hmm. be. So mm-hmm. I would just like even encourage like whether you know you're stepping into um, you know courage or stepping into trust or like whatever place you find yourself in this kind of linear road of healthy relationships and healthy courage in relationships, like know that like uh, you even said this earlier, like it's just a step mm-hmm. and like whatever little step is in front of you that you can take um, ultimately, ultimately will pay off in the long run. So, and it will, every step of health you take will be a step towards healthy relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, great. Yeah. Well, this has uh, been Candler English. Lee Hollis, Corey Smith, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for TG Garage Talks. We are currently accepting applications for Training Ground Colorado 2022 and Training Ground Chattanooga 2022. Now guys, I cannot begin to tell you how life-changing Training Ground has been for me. So if anything we've talked about in this episode or in other episodes have stirred anything in your heart, um, please, man, look into coming out with us. It's going to be a blast, and we can't wait to have you. You can find us at www.trainingground.com, and you can also find us on Instagram at Training Ground Colorado, as well as Training Ground Chattanooga. Well, until next time, guys, this has been Candler English with Training Ground Garage Talks. See you soon.